everyone. Welcome to what I think I've just decided I'm going to call the Amplified Expert Podcast. Not This is important enough for a new show all by itself. So I'm going to put this in the normal 90-minute books feed. So hi to all the 90-minute books crowd. But I think this, where we're going, is worthwhile to create a whole new show by itself. So Aloka Shukla, great to have you as a first guest. We go back a long way. I'm excited to share what we were just talking about with people. So why don't you give everyone a quick introduction in case they haven't crossed paths with you before? Of course, always a pleasure to catch up with you, Stuart. So my name's Alok, and I'm co-founder of Implement AI. And in the UK, my co-founder is Piers Linney. He was on Shark Tank in the UK. So if you're English, you might know who he is. And we're helping businesses implement AI. And Stuart, we've been talking about technology for many years, and we've done you know different things in the in the past. And yeah, just our conversations about like where technology is going and voice AI in particular, and the whole reinvention of interfaces and the way we interface with technology and how things make it easier. It's super fascinating. So I thought it's great to catch up with you and, and go through because there were so many use cases we were literally talking through just a few days ago, isn't it? Yeah. And that's it. So I think having access to such a broad customer base on the book side of the business gives us a thousand different use cases where all of these ideas, this opportunity to amplify your voice and implement these AI tools is such a good jumping off point for conversations because it takes you out of your immediate thought zone on your own business into all of these different clients who have written books and, and their individual cases. So let's, we as well, we do, this is the... Not- yeah, this is the diving is, is, and, and the raw the raw example of of the idea that we're sharing with people. So I think for the podcast, we'll insert some video and some clips afterwards. But maybe the first one that I'll insert is your LinkedIn post from a couple of days ago that had your mom talking to the voice system. So maybe give a bit of a background on the voice system generally, and then yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, so basically, um, we work with voice AIs and we create voice AI agents, which can be at the end of a phone line or on a computer screen, like on a website, and you can literally just talk to it. And I gave it to my mum to basically see how how she would feel about interacting with it, the technology. And it was literally um, acting as a sales assistant. And she found it very empathetic and it, and it you know, responded in a nice way. And she found it quite intuitive and easy to use as well. And she said it was much friendlier than a lot of the bank ones and things which tend to only ask you information and don't give you anything back. So the, the difference in the interface now is with generative AI. You can actually be more personal and convey some warmth. I've got some little other distinctions where I feel that tone is more important than accent. She was using one which still had an Australian accent, but it was still, you know, very warm. Now we've got an English accent one. But I would ask you, Stuart, you did a call with our AI, isn't it, right? Like, yeah. uh, why don't you tell everyone, like, how you found it? Because you also tried to trip it up a few places as well, <laughs> isn't it, right? <laughs> Only in a nice way. I was trying to feel for where the boundaries were, not necessarily push it over. The... So you sent me the link a, a week or so ago, and then just before we spoke the other day, I dialed into the system. Do you have? Can you get access to that audio recording as well, or do you just get the transcript? I can. No, no, I've got it. Me, I'll give it to you. Yeah, shoot me that audio, and then I'll insert it here. And then if I get the time by, right, people will can now just listen to it, and then I'll talk about it, and they can join a couple of seconds later, so understand what we were talking about. Hi, this is Jess from Implement AI. I'm an AI specialist here to help you discover the best opportunities to implement artificial intelligence in your business. Can you tell me your name? 
Great. It's nice to meet you, Stuart. Stuart, please, can you confirm your company name? It's Nightmare Books. Sounds great. Could you tell me a little about what your company does? Uh, the company name is 90 Minute Books. That's interesting. 90 Minute Books, I assume you specialise in creating books quickly. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. That's impressive. Creating books in such a short amount of time can be a game changer for authors and businesses. Are you looking to use artificial intelligence to grow sales or reduce costs? Yeah, potentially um, just have more access to the more touch points for the customers so people can phone and get through to a voice rather than just an email. That's a great idea, Stuart. Using AI to enhance customer touch points can significantly improve customer experience and engagement. May I ask what your role is in the company? Yeah, I own the company. Thank you, Stuart. As the head of the company, you're in a prime position to steer its growth. Could you tell me a bit about the challenges your company is currently facing? Yeah, just having enough touch points with customers so that they're confident to move forward. I think a lot of people have thought about making the choice to write a book as a lead generation tool, but often it goes on the back burner. So really just speed up that process to um, from the idea to then pulling the trigger and getting started. Thank you for sharing that, Stuart. It sounds like one of the main challenges your company is facing is the need for more touch points with customers to build confidence and encourage them to move forward with writing a book. Speeding up the process from idea to execution is crucial. Where specifically do you see the opportunity for artificial intelligence's potential applications in your business? Um, from our perspective, it's definitely the case that we can use it in our sales funnel for calls like this, but then also helping people with their ideation and refining their thoughts into a more compelling funnel. So there's two sides for us and then for the clients. Interesting insights, Stuart. Using AI in your sales funnel and to help with ideation can certainly streamline processes and make them more efficient. Have you or your team undergone any training in AI or related technologies? Yes. That's helpful to know, Stuart. Having some training in AI or related technologies can definitely give you a head start in implementing AI solutions effectively. One last question. Is your goal to stay informed and ahead in your industry, or are you looking to be a leader and leverage AI for a competitive edge? Uh, the latter. That's great to hear, Stuart. Being a leader and leveraging AI for a competitive edge can truly transform your business. When were you looking to implement AI in your business? As soon as it makes sense. Thank you for these valuable insights, Stuart. Based on what you've shared, Implement AI can assist you in streamlining your sales funnel, enhancing ideation processes, and ultimately helping you become a leader in your industry by leveraging AI for a competitive edge. Would you like to schedule a consultation with our experts to explore this further? Uh, that's okay. I've got a call with Alex this afternoon. Scheduled already. Perfect, Stuart. It sounds like you're already on the right track. We're looking forward to speaking with you and Alex this afternoon. We'll be in touch and remember you can hang up at any time. Have a great day ahead. Thank you. You're welcome, Stuart. If you have any questions before the call, feel free to reach out. Goodbye for now. So knowing that it was an AI, I went into the conversation trying to be as testing it in a real scenario so as if i didn't yeah. as if i didn't know and i think the two things that jumped out at the end of the process were one how good the voice is i mean i think now we're past the point where you can really detect the difference between 
a, a live human voice and a and an AI voice. I was on uh, separately on a call yesterday. There's a an, a quick AI course I was part of over the last couple of days. And one of their examples, they just started talking about generative visual models. And they said, okay, here's a quick quiz. Click on these 10 images. Tell me which one's generated and which one's real. And I mean, you really couldn't tell the difference. In fact, that got funny because as we were talking in the group, we were saying, well, the eye on that image looks a little bit off. But then we suddenly realized that, well, that means it's probably real because the generated one is probably a little <laughs> bit more perfect. And now it feels like we're just picking on someone's picture. So anyway, from the voice perspective, it's the same. You really can't tell the difference. And the thing that stood out to me as the use case was its ability to interpret the answers and not just go down a very scripted yes or no answer. So I gave it some very short answers and it elaborated on what I'd said in a meaningful way. And I gave it a couple of very long answers or answering one question with two different perspectives. And it was able to respond and give a response just as you would expect a human to do by understanding that they were two different things and talking about them in that context. So when I think about it as a use case for people listening now, they might have thought about voice prompt systems as, like you say, a bank, press one, press two, press three, which is very... Do you want this? Do you yeah, want exactly. that? Like, yeah. like completely Speak robotic. After the tone. Like... Yeah, exactly. Robotic, scripted, very narrow. Yeah. For most of us as business owners in the audience that we're talking to now, it's not really that relevant because no. we're just not trying to push that much volume through that, those small pipes. But... This was really an eye-opener to say, okay, whether you're a dentist and trying to schedule appointments or whether you're a beautician salon and you've got some open appointments and you want to make out- HVAC, you, yeah. know, you know, you want to call back leads for your, like, your heating, you know, you know, pretend to know what the rest of the VAC stands for, <laughs> but like insulation <laughs> and air conditioning. Well, <laughs> the UK air conditioning does exist, but that's why you don't know what that is. But yeah, but like, or even like real estate agents like we talked about, or even, you know, people who maybe are inactive customers, they want to be reactivated. I think the different, the differentiation of the distinction between those kind of automated systems, which is like press one after the tone to this, is this actually is the AI playing the role of what you want it to play. So we literally set it up to be almost a sales assistant for implement AI in that example that you interact with. It was asking you questions about where your pain points are, what you're looking for, and also, you know, whether you're looking to be a leader or just, you know, stay, you know, ahead of the curve. And all those answers where you're having a conversation back, you get way more data and way more analytics than if you ask someone to fill out a form, which might be, are you looking to do this or that? You right, lose just the, all yes, the no. bandwidth and the nuance of all of the intent. And with yeah. this, I think it's amazing for capturing all the intent and I'm not even going to get into the fact that you can run it through analytics afterwards for advanced sentiment, you know, tone across 48 emotional dimensions to analyze that even more. There's all sorts of stuff you can do. But the bottom line is people actually, when they're talking back and forth and would you like an appointment to, you know, would you like to do this? I see it as a nice step between the purely digital online world or the print world and like the real person online consultation or in-person consultation or whatever. It's a hybrid step that you can access digitally 24-7, any place, any time, but it will reply to you with the personality of the business and you capture a lot of intent. So 
I just felt that's another nice step in that whole yeah. process, isn't it, basically? And it really makes it more more real and more human in the sense that you've got much more of a two-way conversation. And although I think still it maybe makes sense that people identify that it is AI versus a human, although, I mean, that's borderline. You can really get away with not doing that. But I think from the overall where this fits in your fun, it maybe makes sense to suggest that this is an agent doing a particular role and not an open-ended conversation yeah. or anything. But to be able to extract that, I mean, even going into this, so there was maybe I was on the phone for maybe three minutes. Again, people will have listened to yeah. it by this point in the conversation. But by the end of it, I don't know that I'd say that I'd completely forgotten that I was talking to an agent, but it certainly wasn't front and center in my mind. There's maybe the tone and pace of the conversation was very normal. I mean, maybe if you were really dialed in and being picky, the response sure. where it's waiting to know if I've stopped talking, it's kind of holding off a little bit. But I mean, this is really going into it knowing that it is and looking for where the edges are rather than just answering a phone call and, and seeming to be speaking to someone. So what might be useful is give, I can think of two examples that really immediately sprung to mind for the audience listening here of how it could fit into that funnel. So the first one, talking about book clients. So for anyone who's written a book, I'm going to use Paul Ross as an example. So he's a podiatrist up in the north, the northeast. We've done a couple of podcasts with him in the past. So I'll link back to his previous show as well, just in the show notes, if people want to get up to speed with what he does. So his latest book, he's written several with us, but his latest one is My Damn Toe Hurts. And it's about non-surgical interventions to toe pain, not quite arthritis, but that kind of, again, I'm immediately forgetting the exact specifics of what it is. But <laughs> I get it though. <laughs> someone is going to see that ad in their Facebook feed, running a Facebook ad against it, think to themselves, oh, I'm suffering from this problem. That'd be interesting. Opt in through one or two clicks to get a copy of the, the digital version of the book, an email would be sent out with it. Within Facebook, you've got the opportunity to capture a phone number as well. So let's say that's the, the setup. Someone receives the copy of the book and then the next day receives a phone call from their agent to say, correct, all straight away, even actually, I mean, I'm saying the next day, but, uh, yeah. but it could be straight away. Although I'm always kind of on the edge of how creepy do you want to be about, oh, I've just been watching you and saw you click this button, so I'm calling you. <laughs> so anyway. All right, so 10 minutes. minutes. <laughs> so some 10 minutes later, they get a call saying, hey, it's Eric, I work with Paul. We just emailed yeah. you a copy of the book. I just want to make sure you got that. But also, if you've got a minute, ask you a couple of quick questions. How long have you had exactly. the, the, the pain for? Is it just isolated to that area? Have you tried any treatment before? Oh, that's great. What's it stopping you? Is it, is it stopping you from doing anything like something like this? Is this how right. is it affecting your life? Like all those high bandwidth, you know, emotional motivation questions. The only place you normally capture that stuff is in a live consultation. Right. You know, like uh, generally people will not emote that it's stopping me going dancing or my, it's my daughter's wedding or this. Like they will never put those things into a form. But no. this if you architect the conversation properly and there's a whole there's a whole art like to, to that and, and along with the kind of the, the AI persona, you can extract that and then you can then know who's, you know, who, you know, who's like highly motivated, basically, right? Right. So and ultimately, you know, they, they could even potentially sign up for the service before they receive the book, isn't it? Right. Because it depends right. on like how long it ships or digital yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Or by the time they've got to their email or by the time they've made time to, particularly when they're in the moment of being peak interest because they've just expressed a, a desire it's to in your ram 
Yeah, exactly. The AI agent asking those questions you were talking there about eliciting the answer that says, oh, well, the problem is that it's stopping me from moving around in my daughter's weddings in six months time. And I'm concerned that I won't be able to move there. The immediate response is that comp compassionate, immediate response by the agent was able to pull out those elements of the conversation and kind of replay it back to someone. So it really does reinforce the point. And then the call to action at the end of that conversation, having collected that information could be, hey, that's great. It sounds like you, we can really do something to help you. The next step is to come in for an appointment. So are you available on whatever the time is or the next step would be to exactly. schedule a call? Yeah, exactly. Or it could even WhatsApp you the booking link, for example, right? And you can just you know choose that yourself or whatever like that. So the technology is like moving on quite a lot, basically, right? You know, and that, it just unlocks so many potential, so much potential. And the speed and convenience, and even the friendly way of doing it, because it is non-threatening, it is very conversational. To a certain degree, it is kind of rapport building with the brand because it does feel like it's. I think it's set. It can't go off piste. Yeah, yeah, it, it's not going to have a bad day. So sound like, oh, God, I've got to phone another customer up and be frustrated with it. It really is the perfect implementation of this is what you would do as an individual if you had all the bandwidth in the world. It's just now that there's the capability to make sure that it happens yeah. and happens in a timely way. Even, for example, like with, I'm just making it up now, but let's say you had some kind of planning service, like even like a wedding planning service or even like a kind of design service or anything like this. And normally your expert time to have that conversation, have that meeting is highly bespoke and expensive. But then in between, you've got some materials, but you still need to kind of understand what's their vision, what they're trying to do and all that stuff. You could almost have this as an AI, you know, guide, you know, talk to my AI guide and they, they will give you some tips and give you some advice. But at the same time, also, it's like just screening in a, in a, in a concerted way so that they can understand, okay, you know, like what level of recommendations can you go to and what will you go beyond? So for example, we did, we built one for a pharmacy and it, we built it so that it doesn't cross the line into medical recommendations. It will only stay on the side of over-the-counter stuff, basically. So it will say for anything which is, you know, crossing that line, you need to talk to a medical professional about it. So you, you, you can set the parameters, you know, to to what you want and how helpful you want it to be, basically, isn't it, right? You know, yeah, so. both active on LinkedIn and there are LinkedIn services out there, the sales BD type services that charge a lot of money to do the analysis of clients or potential targets. And those services okay. go out there and collect all of this information so that when you make a sales call, you're making it more informed. But the thing that we've just described, turning up to a call as you as the individual with the information from the agent and the analysis around the conversation and the conversational information that comes out from the person answering. I mean, that's very valuable by the time you as an individual actually then speak to the person. Yeah, you know everything. Because yeah. you've but the, what, what I find so interesting about this is when I listen to calls with the AI and the person, I can actually get a lot of understanding about what that kind of person that person is from how they interact with it. And at the same time also, I can see the full transcript. I can see exactly what the answer they did. And I can also see like my summary, which has the key points of whatever there is within it. So you have the ability to almost like step it, the ability to step into their eyes, if you want to say that, you know, or their ears and, and, and have the full analytics of whatever there was, because it's basically a perfect note taker. It's 70% cheaper than, than an employee that you, and you, you could redirect your employees to do more high value tasks and things like this. And, right. you know, it's consistently working, doesn't go off script. And then you can also then use data to understand, okay, I had these four questions. I'm not getting the kind of answers I wanted back on this. Let me change that question to this question. And then let me see how does that come back with my answers or whatever like this. Or we were talking about consistent um, commitment and consistency. 
Now saying that if you get someone to say, yes, I do want to be a market leader, or yes, I do want to be that, I, you know, we were both saying that there is something physiologically different in the communication of the person saying that versus just ticking a box or writing something in a, in a, in a checklist in a, on a box, basically. So yeah. I think we're if you make it easy for people to basically just interact with your business by phone and they could just literally just talk their ideas whenever they wanted to, even for your book, to be honest, right? You know, like uh, even just to get some of the ideas and stuff like that out, then it, then it, it could almost help them organize their thoughts in a way, isn't it? It could always be a partner where they could just right. talk when they've got time to do the things and then go from there, basically, isn't it? So. Actually, you've just blown my mind. This is why I love doing these calls because it's such an opportunity to kind of spark a thought. We were talking yesterday about the idea of having an agent in our funnel as part of the as part of the lead flow. So from identifying that they're interested in a subject to almost going through the scorecard methodology or the we've got the five book title types methodology. And those both things lend themselves to an agent prompting people through. But actually from existing clients, from the onboarding perspective, the first step in our process is what we call the, um, I'm forgetting what we call our own forms now. Anyway, the first form that we send people on, hey, you've signed up as a client, you're going to talk with Susan or Christy in the first instance, but they send a questionnaire just to get the high level ideas of what your book's about so that they join that call yeah, exactly. Set that up as an agent to run through and yeah. have it as a pre-onboarding call. Yeah. And so it could be a resource. And, and you could have a resource, which is, would you like an example? Would you like to hear an example? So right. it could be like, a, so so each bit, if you, don't, if you don't want to hear an example, they can just say what they want. But if it, would you like to hear an example as well? They, they could add those into the mix as well, isn't it? Yeah. Things like scheduling appointments for, going back to that HVAC example, I mean, the we know someone actually connect you afterwards because it's maybe worth having a conversation with them so they're in a big healthy home in tampa they're a big hvac and water remediation and they do a lot of that home install type service they spend a lot of time outreaching to clients just to reconfirm appointments get the understanding of what the issue was this would be a perfect yeah. example for those guys. And then the True. the call center people that they've got, like you say, can work on just more high value stuff where there's a lot more discrepancy. But the, again, the, not the other thing is that the agents, like humans have a one-to-one -one capacity that I can call, I can have one conversation at once, right? Right. AI can have multiple conversations in parallel. So if 20 people wanted to call at 11.30 a.m., 20 people can have that perfect call at 11.30 a.m., basically. You know, right. Like, uh, so... It removes it's, it's, that need it, to try and synchronize both parties. You basically AI gives you capacity, and it also gives you productivity. So productivity is getting more stuff done. Capacity is getting more volume done, basically, right? You know, right. so it enables you to kind of like scale your outreach or your connections or whatever you want to call it, basically, in in that way. And I just think it's just and it's seventy percent cheaper than a human, right? You know, so right. it's, it's yeah. and it's not exactly yeah. exactly, and it's it's, it's just like. Where could you add it in, which would then add a touch point, customer success, customer support, frontline, asking for reviews, you know, like happy customers, different things. There's so many ways that you could leverage it in a nice touch point, isn't it? You know, yeah. So. Well, we're in a world now that like the people I've spoken to, and I'm sure the UK is still the same as the US has been over the last year or so. Post-pandemic, the biggest complaint I hear from people is the ability to find staff or find reliable staff. It's not so much that they're not willing to pay. It's not that they don't have the work for them. It's just that it's very it's just difficult. Just shortage. Yeah. And, and some tasks 
and some businesses have like fractional roles where they don't have enough full-time work maybe, but they'd still like somebody good, isn't it, right? right? And then the question there is, I've got, you know, three, four hours worth of work a day for somebody, but I can't get someone that would do that, you, you know, and I want it maybe at the peak time, I don't know, five, six, 4 p.m. till 8 p.m. to call people because that's when they would be reached. But how do I reach, you know, you know, so there's all sorts of issues and peculiarities and different things. And, you know, even for e-commerce, right, you've got like people that, checked out but didn't fully check out you could call them and say you know was this was there a reason you didn't finish the order can i help you complete the order was there something different you were looking for or whatever like that you know i mean yeah if you've got you know anything selling a value and you've got a lifetime customer value which is you know you want to keep them i think all these things just help increase trust because also that if they're hearing like a very articulate voice and explain things it also increases trust in okay this they actually have like support you know like, yeah you know, so. yeah the ability to get someone at the end of the phone even if for certain use cases it's not a real person it's a a pseudo real person <laughs> but it can say that i will pass the message to my team member or my supervisor and they'll be in touch and then right. you know that that was sent basically right you know so it's logged yeah reliable the reliability that the message does get passed on to the right person and that feeling of confidence that it gets somewhere and if that human is then freed up from some of the more mundane duties so that they have got the ability to call those people back i mean you know how frustrating it is your phone and leave a message for a company and they just never get back to you if you can free up that yes. capacity i mean that makes such a world of difference this is better than voicemail so, so this is better than a voicemail number one and number two it's also better than a web form number two and number three it's almost like a replacement for it's an, inter, it's an interactive free recorded message in a way if you understand right. but you know with a much more put it in a much more artful skillful way which can actually use some psychology and you know interact with the, with your customer the way you want it to yeah get that, feeling of, get that feeling of engagement going on sooner in the process um, the other example I thought about, so this, I mentioned Paul and how he could use it in the funnel going from the book to the agent, to the appointment or person. But the other example that immediately sprang to mind was the realtors that we work with. One of the big complaints I hear is the zillification of the real estate world. And in that scenario, people are on Zillow, they're clicking the button to say they want to reach out to someone, but Zillow will send it to multiple agents and it's kind of whoever gets there first. So the agents really feel like they're now on call 24 seven because that lead goes cold yeah. very quickly. Imagine being able to have their agent call on your behalf and hey, it's Eric calling on behalf of Alok, saw that you're interested in 123 Main Street. Are you able to see it this week or is it only townhomes you're interested in or are you working with another agent at the moment? Yeah. Do you have your mortgage approved already? Like, the, you know, right. is there anything special consideration because this property is very popular and, you know, whatever it is basically, isn't it? Yeah. You know, so. And then wrapping up by saying, oh, I'll get Alex to give you a call back or pointing people to online resources or offering to send them a copy of the book or... Yeah, or well, here's the diary link. You can schedule the thing in right now, basically, you know, like right. to visit the place. So you skip a step potentially, isn't it? Right. Yeah. You know, depending on, you know, whether the thing is, okay. you know, because because it could pre-qualify them in that kind of way saying, oh, can you just, can you just, can you WhatsApp me or your, or, or just email me your this, that, stuff like that. And then, you know, we've got you listed as a confirmed buyer on our diet database or whatever it is like that, right. isn't it? You know, so. Yeah. And that expectation or or building the relationship with that person immediately if another agent then phones them it's far less likely that they're going to go off they're going to say i'm working with someone already so to Correct. close that gap between someone raising their hand and 
establishing that relationship with you. This is the perfect example. I mean, we were talking about having the agents in a different voice, which I guess kind of makes sense. But another use case would be to record it in your own voice. I don't know how practical that is within the system. But yeah, have it in your you own can, voice. You can, you can have it in any voice. Like the, the voice that we're using right now is actually one of our team members. I like her voice basically, right? So we, we, <laughs> right. We, you know, we're using a voice. <laughs> She's very happy to, to have that. And, yeah. and so, so no, but also even accents, right? It's been shown that like Scottish accents or Irish accents are perceived as more friendly. And so you can go to a whole nother level if you know what your customer avatar is or this, that. And you're like, okay, I want to have a friendly, you know, Canadian or, you know, Midwestern or whatever you want, basically, you know. You can have all that, basically. That level of specificity, I mean, talk about dialing in, having a female voice with a Northeast accent going to the group of people you know come from that area and a Texas accent. That'll, it'll come more over time, but like level one, you could at least, as a, as a mass customization, say, okay, I want to have a Florida accent or whatever like that for right. my voice, for my business or whatever like that. And then, it, and I want it to speak in a rhythm, which is going to be like, whatever, it was with different cadences and stuff like that, isn't right. it? Right? So, yeah. so that can be personalized, customized. And so it it, it is almost, you know, in, in the way you want it. Someone there. Yeah. What about the process? So someone listening to this thinking, oh, this is a great opportunity. I can see where this might sit in the funnel or worth a conversation. Someone, a business owner's commitment or how much effort they need to put into, obviously it's not just a flick a button and, it, and it's turned on. But no, but, but, not... but basically what we, we provide this service, right? So we will work with the business to, to like set it up, customize it, all that kind of stuff. So our job is to make sure you've got an AI employee which will answer the phone 24-7 or reach out 24-7 or do what you want. And, and we would set it up in the role that you wanted for that particular workflow. And our recommendation is start with one in one workflow and then you can have it in that voice. And then, you know, you can use other, you can do other ones in different roles with the same voice or a different voice or whatever you want, basically, right? So it's however you want to do it. But literally think about it almost like a, that's a, you know, an agent in that, sitting in that chair, and they will just do the job. They will just do the job and that task thing and stuff like this. And it's okay. You're the booker. You make, make you can you you deal with inbound or you call people and you make appointments. Great. You know somebody else who's then okay. I'm the confirmer, for example, or I'm the upseller, or you're coming in tomorrow and I saw that you're booked for this, but did you also want this or did you know? I, that's a different thing, isn't it? Right. You know, like so. So that can be a different, you know, bit like this. So it's just optimizing the the workflow. Or you know, you were a customer of ours last year, but you've not been back. I'd like to offer. You know, first of all, was there something that we did wrong? Yeah. You know, get that feedback. And then number two, okay. If there wasn't, that's great. Is there something that we can do to get you back? Basically, that like we've got this new special or whatever like that. But they'll say the same thing every time. They will never be like a little bit sheepish or this that. Like they will capture the and, and if someone says that, and someone says the most you know I don't know vitriolic feedback you know like back, <laughs> they'll just be polite and say I'm sorry for your experience. You know, you know that it, it takes the it almost acts as a frustration buffer. It's like a crumple zone. It's so it's like you know yeah. You, you, yeah. Crash yeah. into the AI. So by the time you actually talk to a human, your frustration is gone. And when you think about that as an employee retention point of view, I mean, dealing with frustrated clients must be a negative to certain roles, particularly if it happens a lot. So to be able to, Correct. like you say, crumple zone that out, I mean, that's going to help make the client feel like they're being. I was talking hurt. to one of, my, one of my friends who works in a GP practice, a, like a doctor practice. He's got 800 phone calls coming in a day. 
800 wow. calls a day and the majority of people cannot get an appointment because it's just not capacity and he said they have massive issues with staff members talking to patients rudely and and also you can say that if patients if staff just burned out they don't have time they don't have different things or they just got new on the job and then they've got to go to listen to the calls and understand who talked rudely and there's a whole minefield in that versus if you had like first level ai filtering for everything almost basically then it'll be like okay we've got all your details and we will be in touch, you know, within the next 15 minutes or whatever like this. And then you could have some kind of algorithm, which is filtering, like, does this emergent or not? Or whatever this and what's up? Right. You know, however you want to filter or triage, you can, as long as people know that they're in the loop and yeah. that they communicated fully. And, and you can even email them a summary of the call if you wanted to, saying, thanks for logging this. And um, here's a copy of your call. So you've got everything recorded for you, whatever like this. And it's been logged. So I think that just adds trust and credibility to you know that that level of communication with the business basically is, is yeah insane, so. yeah that's a great point and we talked a lot about the kind of the setup and that first stage but what you then do with the data and the next stage in the process i mean there's so many options further down that track we should perhaps do another do another podcast a little bit down the track and talk about the use cases and how people are really streamlining those processes to make or the, those steps of the processes to make the whole thing as as effective as possible Time always goes too quick in every podcast that I do. It's crazy. What's the, uh, where can people find out more? So I really want to give people the opportunity. And I think as well, really suggest that people just take a second and think about where this can sit in the process. Because so often we hear that, hey, I've created the book and I've got this set up, but now I don't have time to deal with the rest of it. So from a book perspective or from a day-to-day -day business perspective, this is really worth just a second to think about how this could sit in. So where's a good people for pe where's a good place for people to find more? Yes, yeah, so, so they can get in touch on LinkedIn. So they hopefully can have my LinkedIn details like uh, below there. But then also yeah. via our website, which is Implement AI. So www.implementio, and you can get in touch with us there. We work with businesses, and um, you know, both for training their team, but also on transformation programs. And this forms part of what we call our AI Activate program, where we actually help businesses get kickstarted to become AI transformed, and we literally help them implement a particular workflow. And we're finding voice is very popular at the moment, basically. So yeah. Yeah, such a great opportunity to amplify your message in something that's consistent and really speeds up that process of, of moving the whole conversation forward. Alok, always a pleasure. If Yeah, I'll make sure that your LinkedIn details and the Implement AI ones are in the show notes so people can just click through. Amazing. And then I'll put a link to the site as well. And really, as people are listening to this, just take a second to think about how it could fit in. And then let me know as well. I'm always interested to see how people are, are using this to to amplify their message so yeah let me know let me know how it goes as well thank you very much to you no problem thank you we will speak again soon cheers